Matters of constitutional importance. Hi, I'm Richard, the Yorkshire Atheist. First of all, I just wanted to give a shout out to my friend Alex Healer, who has been ever so kind uh, in giving me this microphone. Um, I don't know if it was part of kindness uh, to me or kindness to his ears, because I know uh, I've had a lot of feedback about my sound being horrendous over the last few videos. Um, so thank you to Alex for hopefully <laughs> fixing that problem. Um, okay, now, it's interesting, because if you went outside and walked down the street in the UK, yeah, you may pass uh, the odd church, obviously there are more churches than anything else, but you may pass the odd church, the odd mosque, temple, gurdwara, whatever it is. Um, you may pass people who are wearing clothes that seemingly identify them as belonging to a religion. Um, but essentially, and on the whole, life in the UK isn't impacted massively by religion. Uh, obviously, people's lives individually are, and there are people of all faiths in the UK. Uh, various governments in the past have um, declared it a great thing that you know Britain is a multicultural society, uh, and I agree in in most part. You know, I, I really value the rich and uh, various uh, groups of people who bring culture uh, and traditions. Um, all those sorts of things really add to the vibrance and to the diversity that we have here in the UK as a whole, and I really, really value that. However, for a while now, there have been quite a few things bothering me. And bothering me, not in a practical day-to-day -day sense, because like I say, day-to-day -day religion doesn't play that big a part in the lives of most people in the UK, but bothering me on a constitutional level which, um, if you were my wife, she would be like, why on earth are you bothered about something constitutionally when it doesn't impact your life day to day? Um, well, uh, to me, symbols matter and um, signs that people are giving off to people matter. So, um, for example, here's an example which is not quite related to religion, but I'll come back to it in a second. Um, the monarchy as a system, to me fundamentally democratically I have a problem with because it engenders this sort of elitism and this idea of people being inherently better or more worthwhile or valuable than other people in society um it's it's a very old-fashioned institution which I think um sort of, yeah, it encapsulates lots of the problems that we have in society. But yeah, it doesn't affect me day to day. Uh, so I have problems with it and I disagree with things fundamentally, but it doesn't affect me day to day. And actually, there are no, no practical benefits to replacing the monarchy that I can think of, which are worthwhile uh, pursuing in order to gain practical benefits. Um Moving that analogy then onto religious stuff, um, and I'm talking sort of big picture UK constitution wise. The Queen, as uh, our head of state, um, is also the supreme governor of the Church of England. Now, despite me saying a moment ago that religion doesn't play a massive part in most people's lives in the UK, and generally we consider the UK to be a secular country. We still have an established church. 
the Church of England. Um, it's the church that I used to be a part of when I was a Christian, um, and I was part of the governance um, of the church as part of the PCC, the Parochial Church Council. Um, and I had a lot of fondness, and still, in lots of ways, have lots of fondness for the Church of England. Uh, you know, for in lots of regards, are really moderate and open and inclusive, uh, and certainly when it comes to uh, religious ideas, uh, you can't uh, damn someone for being inclusive. Um, my problem with the Church of England is the fact that it is an established church. Um, there are bishops of the Church of England who, by right of law, get seats in the House of Lords, the upper chamber of the House of Parliament. You know, they get to um, amend laws and have that right to do that because they're bishops in the Church of England. And I have lots of issues with the House of Lords generally as a body, but that aside, you know, the Church of England has privilege there and more say over what goes on compared to other religions. Every big occasion that happens in the UK, whether it be a royal wedding, whether it be a coronation when the Queen passes away, whether it be a Remembrance Day occasion, whether it be any of these sorts of things are always religious. They're always religious, whether it be in Westminster Abbey, um, you know, a service going on um, where the Archbishop of Canterbury is presiding over it, or some other thing. It's always religious. It's always a church service. It's always whatever. And I think people in the UK, generally speaking, have that perception then that that is the right way to do those things. You know, we have a remembrance... We have Remembrance Day, obviously, every 11th of November every year. And at 11 o'clock, lots of people go to their, um, if they've got like a cenotaph or a war memorial in their town or village um, or their city, go out at 11 o'clock, have two minutes silence. But the whole thing, usually, is run by the church um, as part of the way that it is done. Even on a very basic level, the fact that the British national anthem is God save the Queen. You know, asking God, I guess, is that, I mean, is the national anthem a prayer to God requesting help from the Queen? Um, I think there are lots of other songs which would do a better job um, stylistically and musically than God save the Queen, which is a, a pretty boring hymn-like song. Um but the fact that everyone in the country, whether or not they believe that a God exists, if they want to sing the national anthem, have to refer to a God, which although not explicit in the song, it basically is explicitly the Christian God that is being referred to, I think that's really wrong and is discriminatory against people like myself who is an atheist or have different beliefs religiously. In the House of Commons, every single day before the session starts, it starts with prayers. Our legislature, um, and again, prayers to the Christian God, um, seeking help from the Christian God. The BBC, which is our national broadcaster, paid for by uh, licence fee payers, so everyone in the country has to pay a TV licence, uh, and that uh, directly funds the work of the BBC. Uh, they in their charter that has been negotiated with the government, have a specific amount of time that they have to, each week, dedicate to religious programming. Uh, and, of course, that religious programming is Christian in its nature. There are certain, you know, token references uh, to and from other religions, but basically, 
Christianity is the bit that's that's on there. So that's uh, takes the form of you know thought of the day in a morning on Radio Four, whether you shall get a Christian uh, preacher, vicar, bishop, whoever, uh, to some sort of religious idea for people to listen to whether it's a sunday service broadcast on the radio or songs of praise on bbc one christianity is blared out uh, and broadcasted by the bbc as part of its charter negotiated by the government and i think and i think in the end all of these things and uh, and this is just a small selection of the sorts of things that i'm talking about but all of these things really go against lots of the things that and again, that politicians have been talking about the last few years in terms of British values, of inclusivity, of democracy, um, freedom. All these things which on the face of them don't necessarily, like I say, seem to impact people on a practical level day to day. They send this overwhelming message that Christianity is right. You know, when I was a Christian at my church... Uh, every week or every other week, we will be welcoming in families of non-religious people to get their children baptised. And even I, once I stopped believing um, in God and stopped having a Christian faith, continued to baptise my children. I've got three children. Uh, the first two were baptised while I was a Christian. Well, the second one kind of, maybe not. But like the third one, I, I definitely was not a Christian, but I still felt this, I guess, societal pressure or I don't really know. I'd done it with the other two, I wanted to do it with the third one. And so all three of my children are baptised in the Church of England. Um, but every week in church we'd see a fa family after family coming in uh, and we saw it as a great opportunity to uh, proselytise and to preach to them, uh, get them enjoying the service to hopefully come back because obviously dwindling congregation numbers. Um, but those people felt the need to do that as a rite of passage. Uh, and in lots of respects, you know, infant baptism in the UK is an established rite of passage. You know, telling someone that they are officially part of the state church is seen as a rite of passage by people, religious or not. Surely there's a better way. You know, people dream of the um, sort of ideal textbook wedding of walking down the aisle of their local church um where they'll hear words such as you know uh you know praising god and thanking god and asking god for his blessing uh, on these people who don't really pay much attention to those ideas but they still think that that's the default way of doing things one that really gets me and and really does um bother me in a lot of ways and i think about this often is funerals Funerals particularly, I think, are in a really big way and a really important way hijacked by the church in lots of ways. Um, unless someone, you know, specifically requests a humanist ceremony or a, a non-religious ceremony of another sort, you know, often a church ceremony would be the default option. Um I won't go into details, but I did attend a funeral um, in the relative, relatively recent past um, of someone who was very much, and the vicar said so in the service, was, was not a believer, was certainly not a Christian, um, and neither were the family, but 
but the church was nice and it was local and it seemed like a good option for them and all the way through the service I found it very difficult to stop myself from being angry and I, I did feel this way in terms of how the service was turned into talking about God, thanking God, praising God, seeking God's help, when actually it should have been about this guy who had died. And obviously the family chose that as their option. They chose to go to the church and chose to have that um, as their uh, as this person's funeral. But it really bothered me that despite this person very clearly not being a believer, the church was the option that they felt that they had to go with. Now I'm at the end of this video now, um, and I know lots of atheists online, lots of atheists that I listen to, like in the United States, for example, um, promote you know separation of church and state, um, or religion and government, whatever you want to, however you want to phrase that. Um, despite like the United States, for example, being an officially secular country. Um, separation of church and state for me um, is a an issue which I think is fundamental to the way that my country works um, and I think it's something that should be changed and I think in the future will be changed um, if line graphs are to be believed in terms of the, you know, the dwindling of numbers um, in especially the Church of England. Um, I know it's not the case in every single Christian denomination in the UK but on the whole Christianity um, is uh, reducing in size. Um, I really would have hoped that uh, Humanist UK's um, petition to the people organising the 2021 census um, had been successful for example uh, where it doesn't just say what religion do you belong to where people will just by default tick Christian even though it doesn't play any part in their daily lives and they don't have an active faith and belief in God um, in their um, attempt to include also a question does religion play a significant part in your life or words to that effect uh, because I think that would give everybody a much clearer picture and a much clearer image of how little faith the UK has in religion. Thanks for watching. Uh, I've been Richard the Yorkshire Atheist. Please like this video, comment below if you want to uh, talk to me about anything you've heard here today, uh, and please share this video with every single person that you know, bar none. Thanks very much. I'll see you next time. Ta-ra!